This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators, happy Thursday, and welcome to a new episode of Creating Consciousness, a spiritual podcast for self-growth. As always, I'm happy you're here tuning in and showing up for your highest self. And by the looks of it, it seems as if you're happy to listen too because I've been receiving the kindest messages about season two. And it just makes me so happy and warm and giddy because I love podcasting. Oh my god, so much. And I love you all as well. So if you're enjoying the free content that I'm pushing out for you every week, then please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. Your subscriptions, ratings, and reviews help more people discover this podcast who are on their healing journey. And the more people I get to connect with, the more fulfilled I feel in the work that I'm doing. I seriously just want to have conversations with everyone. I could nerd out on this stuff for days. (laughs) But if you've already been kind enough to subscribe, rate, and review, then please share this episode on your social media or even with a friend or family member. I mean, let's be honest. How many of us listened to last week's episode on attachment theory and immediately thought of someone we wanted to share that information with so they could learn too? In fact, I actually sat down with my mom and we discussed the episode, what came up, our attachment styles, and I would say it was pretty damn healing for the both of us. So if you feel called to share with a friend or family member, please do so. Word of mouth is another great way to help this podcast grow, and it would mean the world to me. If you subscribe, rate, and review, please, please, please send me a screenshot of your review on Instagram at thisconsciousness because I want to give you a free mini oracle card reading. So free content and a free mini reading, what's better than that? I'll wait. Nothing, right? (laughs) So now that all that's out of the way, we are about to enter a crazy time. Pluto is currently retrograde, illuminating our shadow. Mercury retrograde begins at the end of the week. Saturn retrograde is coming up, Neptune retrograde is coming, Jupiter retrograde is coming, and we have eclipse season to top it all off. And if there is anything you need to know about eclipse season, it's that shit is about to get wild. (laughs) Eclipse season is a time of transformation, a time of rebirth, inward reflection, A time that requires complete surrender because things are shifting 
and they are shifting for your greatest good. Things can and will happen that are completely out of your control, things that you do not expect. And that's okay because there's a way to get through it. So let's get into it. On May 26th, we will experience a total lunar eclipse. And yes, I know by the time this episode comes out on May 27th, the lunar eclipse will have passed. But don't worry, the energy is still palpable and there are still ways you can navigate it because trust me, you will feel it. We are also having a solar eclipse on June 10th, so mark your calendar. And because one eclipse has passed and the other is coming up, there's still this overall eclipse season energy that lingers for about 35 days. So buckle up. A lunar eclipse occurs when the Earth is directly between the sun and the full moon. And the shadow from the earth creates this moody red hue on the moon. A solar eclipse, on the other hand, happens when the moon passes between the earth and the sun, obscuring the sun's light or blocking it. So lunar eclipses occur during a full moon and solar eclipses occur during a new moon. Pretty simple, basic astronomy, right? Yeah, but no. Spirituality has to come in and complicate it for us. Many ancient cultures feared eclipses. They believed that eclipses had some sort of apocalyptic nature or outcome. Now, although that's a tad dramatic, eclipses do have the potential to totally fuck shit up. And yes, that was also dramatic, so let me just ground this down for you. Eclipse season will reveal what is lurking in the shadows and can help shine a light on the truths that you have been avoiding. And personally, I believe that the eclipse will only affect you if you are ready and you are open. I mean, how many of us didn't let spirituality or spiritual things affect us when we were closed off. I mean, let's look at Mercury retrograde, for example. How many Mercury retrogrades were there before we knew what Mercury retrograde actually was? Were our lives really so crazy and chaotic? Who knows? But you get what I'm saying. So first, yesterday, the 26th, we had the total lunar eclipse. And the energy of this eclipse is still lingering and working its magic. And since the lunar eclipse happened on a full moon, it amplifies the energy of the full moon. So it requires us to let go of what no longer serves us. It's a time to really embrace endings and let the fuck go. Lunar eclipses reveal to us what is living in the unconscious void of consciousness and will shine a light on what we have been ignoring or repressing. But as we flow with the tides through the lunar eclipse, we actually begin to realize who we are at the core and how we grow. 
And this is because we are working directly with our shadow. We are tuning in to our emotional self and understanding how we show up in this world and what holds us back from stepping into our destiny. I like to say that the lunar eclipse removes us from our fate and aligns us with our destiny. Then on June 10th, we have a solar eclipse. And unlike the lunar eclipse that helps us let go and tie up loose ends, the solar eclipse provides us with the space to embrace new opportunities and dive into what our shadow has brought to our conscious awareness. So the lunar eclipse, we work directly with the unconscious, whereas the solar eclipse, we are integrating and reprogramming what is now in our conscious mind. Although the energy of the solar eclipse might seem a bit easier to navigate because you're not digging deeps into the depths of the shadow, the solar eclipse can still obscure our vision. It can throw us tests just to see how present we truly are within the change and the chaos. I really like to look at the solar eclipse as the final step in ending the cycle or breaking the pattern that we really need to break. And although collectively we feed into the energy of eclipse season fucking shit up, it's really so much more than that. It's actually so beautiful. It's as if the universe is extending us a hand to hold as she ushers us into the next chapter. I didn't mean to gender the universe, but there is something so nurturing about the eclipse energy. When tuned into it, we are given the opportunity to nurture ourselves just like a mother would care for their newborn baby. It's powerful stuff. But intuitively, I would say that leaning into the chaos and the healing is the ultimate way to surrender into eclipse season. Because if you don't surrender and you don't lean into what is being called of you, you're just prolonging the process. Know that with surrender, resistance always shows up. So what is that resistance trying to teach you? Show up for yourself the best you can over the next 35 days. And how do you do that, you may ask? Well, I'm going to share with you my favorite ways to navigate the madness we all feed into. Number one, get grounded and stay grounded. You'll find me walking barefoot outside, hugging trees, pretending I'm a tree, and spending a lot of time in nature. But you don't have to be as hippy-dippy as I'm going to be. You can get grounded by just simply taking your shoes off and connecting with the earth. You can also get grounded by connecting with your breath, your own body, breathing in deeply and extending your exhale beyond the length of your inhale. Doing this activates your parasympathetic nervous system and gets you out of fight, flight, or freeze and into the state of rest and digest. You can also use affirmation to ground yourself using words such as, I am safe, I am grounded. 
I am supported. All of these work. You just have to find an affirmation that resonates for you. And if some of these that I just mentioned don't align with you, well, I'm going to link in the show notes a post I made on Instagram a few days back where I shared a bunch of root chakra healing affirmations. And the root chakra is your security center, your safety center, your grounded space within your body, within your energetic system. So that's in the show notes for you to dive into further. For some of you, being grounded means buying yourself the rare houseplant you've been eyeing for a while because that's how you connect with the earth. For others, it may mean eating more root vegetables or working with a grounding crystal such as black tourmaline or garnet. Just do what works for you. If getting grounded means taking a nap, then take the nap. I'm talking to all my projector friends out there. Take your naps. (laughs) Secondly, do shadow work during eclipse season. This is truly the time to do the shadow work as the eclipse is ushering in change. So find the shadow work ritual that works for you, whether it's meditating, journaling, or working with a professional space holder like myself. If you want to dive deeper into shadow work and how to do it, tune into episode, I believe, 80 of Creating Consciousness, which is just a few episodes back. Or if you feel called to work with me, I'm offering 20% off all my energy sessions for podcast listeners and podcast listeners only when you use code SHADOW at checkout. Visit www.thisconsciousness.com slash book hyphen now to schedule. Again, that's code SHADOW at checkout. I've also linked this in the show notes to make it a little easier. I would also say that eclipse season is not the best time to make any sudden decisions. There's so much in motion and in flux, and emotions are also running at a high during this time. So you want to make sure that you're always coming from a grounded and heart-centered place when making these life-altering decisions. And hey, sometimes that decision is deciding if you want to get ranch or blue cheese with your wings. And yes, I've cried over that before during an eclipse. I'm human. (laughs) But all jokes aside, let this be another reminder to ground yourself. And lastly, stick to your self-care rituals. Eclipse season can create a lot of resistance to the little things you love to do or the little things that you do to keep yourself sane. Eclipse season can also be exhausting because so much is changing and moving around you. So you may not have the energy to go on your evening hot girl walk or do your 15-step skincare routine. But know that the resistance means you should do it even more. Even if this means that you have to take your skincare routine from 15 steps to three simple steps just to get through it, Or turn your hot girl walk into like a hot girl walk in place. Your highest self will thank you and your human self will thank you as well. But if there is anything to take away from this episode on how to navigate eclipse season, it's this. What is meant for you is making its way towards you. 
it's already happening right now. You are just being called to let go, to surrender, to meet your highest self in this human state. You are being required to be honest with yourself, even if it's the hardest thing you've ever done. Lean into the new perspective that lives within you. It's teaching you something. And be present with your feelings and emotions. Because even though the eclipse energies are strong, you are so much stronger. You've got this. Seriously, have no fear. If at any point during eclipse season, you want to share with me what has shifted for you, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at this consciousness. I would really love to hear and connect with you and support you during this transitionary period. And now, what you've all been waiting for. This week's card reading... I've been trying my hardest to just pull one card, but two flew out of the deck, so those were the two that wanted to be known. And today, these cards are the Two of Cups and the Star. And when we look at these cards individually, the Two of Cups really speaks about partnership on all levels. Not something that's very long-lasting, but something that can fuel a lot of spark and, and passion. And then we have the star, which is telling us to keep trusting, to have faith. Uh, It really is this illumination of what is to come. And it's the last part of that that really speaks to me right now because it's partnered with the Two of Cups. And it takes me to this ancient teaching that says, if you want to know if a pear is sweet, Taste it. It's that simple, right? If you want to dive into something, you have to dive in. If you want to move forward in something, you have to take the step to get there. If you want to live a life of consciousness, you have to lean into the consciousness and do the healing work. You have to give it a try because if you don't try, You're never going to know. So what is stopping you from trying? Because there is something that you really want to try. And even though it's eclipse season right now and you're hearing this message and you're thinking, well, I'm just going to wait till after eclipse season, I challenge you to lean in now because the eclipse energy is a catalyst for change. So this energy could carry you further into it. I am getting such chills. Lean into it. Allow the eclipse to carry you through this deep dive into what it is you want to explore next. It could be a hobby. It could be a passion project. It could be a business adventure. It could be an adventure just in general. It could be a journey to the self. Just allow yourself to experience it. What benefit does it have for you? You'll never know if you never try. So take a bite of that big, juicy pear and enjoy it. And know that if it's not for you, the eclipse will clear it away. 
So keep trusting, have faith, take some time today to really get clear on what this is for you. And when you're ready, affirm to yourself, I am guided by love and my heart's desires. Let's say that again, but together this time. I am guided by love and my heart's desires. Repeat this affirmation to yourself as needed throughout the day or the week and trust these words as you say them. And remember, you are loved, you are supported, you are divinely guided, and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Creating Consciousness for you. Until then, conscious creators.